The Sportsman's Nation is a 2% for conservation certified business. This means that we donate 1% of our time and 1% of our revenue to conservation. If you want to find out how you or your business can get certified or learn more about the organization, visit fishandwildlife.org. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Ohio Huntsman podcast. And as we're getting ready for turkey season to open... We thought it would be a good time to talk about our plans for turkey season. So we run through our plans, sort of our our strategy for getting on birds, things that we're going to do different this year than than we've done in years past, and things that we're hoping to do to, to, to tip the scales in our favor. So before we get into that, though, I want to talk about our sponsor, Monster Whitetail Grub. So Monster Whitetail Grub is a, is a deer feed company and an Ohio deer feed company. And what that means is the company is based here out of Ohio and they try to source all their ingredients right here from Ohio. So lots of cool things going on there. Deer feed is a great way to get deer in front of your cameras this time of year for monitoring fawns, monitoring antler growth. So check them out, Monster Whitetail Grub. They've got their signature Monster Whitetail Grub feed. They've got straight mineral, they've got flavored corn, so lots of different options. Go to ohiohuntsman.com sponsors. You'll find a link there to get in touch with Monster Whitetail Grub and try some of their stuff. Now, let's get into this week's episode. Welcome to the Ohio Huntsman podcast, where three brothers, Jason, Jacob, and Jeff, discuss all things hunting in Ohio. Our goal is to be your source for accurate and reliable hunting news and conservation issues in the great state of Ohio, as well as some fun and interesting conversations along the way. This is the Ohio Huntsman Podcast. Are you listening? All right, so we're uh, recording another episode on, what is this, the, the second day of spring, second official day of spring? Or was it? Is it the third? Saturday? Sunday? Ah, that's a good question. I don't know. Early in spring, but it's it's uh, one of the nicer days of the year so far. And uh, so it got me thinking about turkeys. But before we get into that, I wanted to tell you guys this funny story. We were at uh, TSC the other day, and I saw this little kid's wheelbarrow and it's like a i mean you know tse it's not like a little tykes it's like wooden handles you know plastic plastic uh whatever wheelbarrow with a rubber wheel you know mm-hmm. i thought ella would love this you know she's already got like you know kid-sized gardening yard tools you know like a metal shovel and Stuff like that, but <clears throat> and then I was just thinking, having young kids is kind of nice because you know I'm going to give her a, a a wheelbarrow, and I think we're going to give it to her as part of Easter. But and she's going to love it. She's going to be so happy. She gets to help Daddy with chores, all this stuff. You give a teenager a wheelbarrow, <laughs> <laughs> they are not right, going to be right. Cool. So that's uh, one good thing about having young kids like that. So anywho, 
what have you guys been up to? Anything uh, noteworthy? Anything exciting? I don't have anything really. Um, not related to the outdoors at all or really anything, but came home from work today and it's kind of a rush for because I work till five and then we start our recording at six and we eat dinner in between. So I come home and Lily comes running over from the neighbor's house and we go in the house thinking we're going to eat dinner. And Lindsay says, okay, everybody's home. And I'm thinking, yeah, we're here. Let's get some dinner. Well, apparently Lily had the job of keeping her eye on her brother and her brother was gone. Oh no. Couldn't find him. He was inside the neighbor's house. Luckily. (laughs) Uh, Oh, wow. Oh yeah, we had a little panic. We were searching the neighborhood and shouting and we're like knocking on the door of the house we think he's in and no one's answering the door. Oh. Like we can hear them in their house, but they're not answering the door. So it was a little bit of a panic because we're, we're like, like, I'm about to kick this door down if somebody doesn't. Basically, know. right, right. Because <laughs> like I you went know. around to the back. They have a glass door on the back. I went around to the back. And then we were like fairly confident he was in there because his shoes were on the steps, his Crocs. (laughs) And I'm like, all right, my kid's in this house. You're not answering. I'm about to come in your house. So it turns out it was like a perfect storm. They had some contractor over there that was giving them a quote on their basement. So they were in the basement and they didn't hear us knocking or whatever. So Zach was in the basement with their kids and everybody was in the basement of their house. But it was like... Not what I wanted to come home to from work. Yeah. But all is good now. Everyone is home. And the kids have been instructed that they are not to go in anyone else's house without telling us first. (laughs) (laughs) So. Uh Well, Well. I I have some exciting outdoor news, which it's exciting outdoor news for Jacob, too. He must have just forgot about it. But, uh. I uh, we're going on vacation in a couple of weeks and uh, I booked us a, a charter for us and our cousin and Jacob's wife. We're going to go fishing ocean in the ocean. So that's exciting. I'm excited for that. It's uh catch and release or catch and keep catch and keep. Okay. I, I, I you know, and I kind of feel like a big shot, you know, cause I booked us a private, fishing charter you know so it was i kind of feel like a big shot you know because it's like oh you know you guys are going out on the party boat oh we have a we have a private charter (laughs) you know so uh i'm excited Uh, yeah and really the only yeah you know the stipulations i gave the the boat was like we don't really care what we catch we just want to catch tasty fish to keep like Right. You know, we could catch huge fish that we can't keep. And it, I mean, yeah, that'd be exciting, but we'd rather be able to take some food home. Right. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, yeah. that should and be. This got me thinking, because like anything to do with hunting, like, you know, if you're paying for a, a guided hunt or whatever, is like expensive you know no matter what like even a dove hunt you know if you're paying for someone to go dove hunting you're paying 
$100 for a half day or whatever, and you're responsible for bringing everything. Okay. But then, like a deep-sea fishing charter where we could be catching trophy fish, and they're providing everything, basically, other than our food, and it's... I mean, it's more than a hundred bucks, but it's not, not that expensive. You know, it's hmm. just, I, I, I never really thought about that. Like I, I expected this fishing to be really expensive, but right. when you actually think about it, I mean that this guy's got a boat, he's got to maintain and gas and lures and fishing poles. It's like, this is a steal. Yeah. Yeah. That should be uh a good time. So what do you, <clears throat> if you guys catch a bunch of fish, you're going to, what's the plan? You Are you like going to try to freeze them and bring them back here? Or are you just going to eat what you catch down there? I mean, I think the plans to have a, if we catch a bunch of fish to have a, you know, a cookout down there or whatever, fry up a bunch of fish down there and hopefully be able to feed everyone. Um, okay. if, if there's some left, yeah. I mean, the plans to freeze them and, bring them back because okay. i'm i'm driving so i can you know throw coolers <coughs> excuse me a frozen fish in the car and bring them back cool yeah i think it just kind of depends how much we catch you know if it's a haul to where there's all kinds of extras then yeah we'll pack jeff down and bring them back if it's you know a meal or so left over and grandma wants it i just as easy leave it there for grandma to eat as long as she's going to eat it <laughs> right 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 yeah so it just kind of depends how much i think we're gonna how much we end up catching i don't want to make plans to bring it home you know how it is you bring your cooler you never kill anything so yeah. that's what i was <laughs> so gonna i don't want to make plans Jeff, are you, don't want to you... make plans to bring it home until <laughs> yeah yeah i was gonna ask jeff are you bringing a cooler or are you gonna I... buy a cooler if you get into a bunch or do you have I'm... a plan there I'm going to bring a cooler uh, because we're driving. But that cooler, so. that cooler is for drinks on the way down, not for fish <clears throat> on the way home. Right. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Coolers for drinks <laughs> on the way down. And I, I'm i not positive if there's a cooler for us for drinks on the boat, so we could use it for that as well. I mean, I would assume that they have a cooler for us for drinks, but I don't think it was in the brochure, if you will, on the website right. that, that it specifically past, said I, that. In the past, when I've done it, you bring your own cooler, but it was a little more of a, I want to say a party boat, but it was a couple groups on one boat. So since we have the whole boat to ourselves, we probably could use their fridge or whatever they have there, but I don't know. Yeah, I'll have to ask the the captain. Either way, we can bring a cooler. Right. It's a good way to hide that, you know, hide the cooler so the fish don't know we have it. Just fill it with drinks. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. I also have another interesting story. Let's uh, hear it. When I, every time we go to Walmart, I walk past the sporting goods section and you got to go over the sporting goods section and check it out just see what they got see if they have anything on sale on clearance 
whatever. You just got to go over there and visit. Just Yeah, just browse, yeah. Well, uh, I went there, I think it was last Friday. Late, you know, it was pretty late. We, Me and the wife went out to dinner, and then we're going to do our grocery shopping. And uh, I go over to the sporting goods section, and their gun racks are full. You know, they have, they're full of guns, where the past, I don't know, three months, they've basically been empty. Yeah. You know, maybe, <coughs> excuse me, maybe there's one gun in uh, in there. But yeah, they were full this time. So I was looking at the guns, and I noticed, well, that's weird, because... What they're saying that gun is and what it is don't match up. Like, that's not correct. You know, like, and it's like, if that's the price that they're saying, like, that's a steal. You know, if mm-hmm. that's the price that they're trying to sell this gun at. Right. So I tracked down someone to show me this gun, you know, take it out for me. And you can see in their rack that this gun's messed up. You know, it's like something's wrong with it. So he pulls it out, and I'm looking at it. What kind of gun are we talking about, or does that give away... No, it's a. it was a shotgun. It's a TriStar semi-auto shotgun. Okay, so you when know. you looked at it, just something about it wasn't right? <clears throat> Right, yeah, yeah. I mean, the tag on it was wrong. Like, the tag they had on it, what they, because they, they said it was a, a 20 gauge, and it's like, that's not a 20 gauge. It's definitely a, a 12 gauge. You know, and like, it, it, it didn't necessarily say anything on the tag that made me for sure that it was wrong, other than it was definitely a 12 gauge. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, then, then the gun was. It, it looked like something was wrong with it. When I got it in my hands, I realized that it was just put together wrong or wasn't put together with care. So, like, the pieces weren't snapping together right. You know, like the... What would be the pump on a pump shotgun, you know, kind of like the hand grip. Yeah, yeah. Was, was not... It was laid over like the metal pieces that it should be tucked into. Oh. Yeah, so this gun looks damaged. Um so they had somehow just rammed it together. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. just basically had rammed this thing together. And I'm talking to the guy and the guy says, "Yeah, you know, I obviously like, you know, there's something wrong with it." You know, so uh we'll we'll take some 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 money off of it if you want it so that you can go get it fixed. You know, and it's like, Oh, you know, that's interesting. You know, I'm like, and, and this is the price, you know, it's the price on it. And he's like, yeah, it's the price, you know, and then we'll take some money off. So I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll buy it. Um, so we go through the purchasing process well, when it gets to the, the, the point of checking the serial numbers, like there's a tag that they're basically that had, they had on the gun and then the gun has a serial number. 
and he's getting ready to write off that tag, the serial number of the gun he's selling me. And I'm telling, and I told him, no, there's something like that serial number that you're about to write on that form doesn't match the serial number. It's actually on this gun. So he looks into it and yeah, they had the gun marked completely wrong. You know, it was supposed to be like $550. They had it marked for 303. Wow. And then I got 15% off that. Really? Yeah. So I got this gun for, and yeah, all it, all it, I mean, it had, it, it had been a little beat up by Walmart employees. Like there was some scuffs that aren't going to come out. Yeah. But yeah, most of it was just, it needed to be taken apart and put back together correctly. Like it, it wasn't, the gun wasn't broken. It was just put together wrong. Like they, whoever put it together had no idea basically how a gun goes together. Huh? So what, what'd you, you said it was a try. What'd you end up with? What I end up, what, what is it? Yeah. You said it was a TriStar, but yeah, Yeah, it's TriStar shotgun. TriStar, uh, what is it called? It's a, a Raptor. TriStar Raptor, I think is what they're called. It's a semi-auto, um, it's camoed. Um, It has a camo stock and then a, a, I don't want to say it's blued because it's not bluing on there. It's a black mat. I don't know what that's really called. Parkerized finished or something? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, but, uh, yeah, I got it for a steal. I mean, especially nowadays when gun prices, you know, are through the roof. Yeah. So, well, good deal. It, yeah, guess it pays to to go visit the guns, you know. <laughs> Just go check in on them. Yeah. Well, cool. All right, so turkeys. I don't know about you guys, but I'm really starting to look forward to turkey season. And I'm not sure when this. I didn't do the calendar counting to see when this episode's going to release but i i think it should be either right before turkey season opens or or right around turkey opener i think so it'll be it'll be good timing and it'll be a good opportunity for us to talk turkeys if you've heard us you know talk in the past we are certainly by no means, or at least Jacob and I are certainly by no means uh, turkey hunting experts. Jeff has far better luck than than uh, we have had in the past, but yeah, but I would call it just that luck. <laughs> okay, you know, I mean, <laughs> fair enough. It's luck. So every year, you know what. I, I'm sure everybody does this, right? But, you know, whether it's turkey season or deer season, you know, you got you got a, a lot of excitement going in. You got big plans, you know, 
strategies. Here's here's what I'm going to do, and here's what I think is going to happen, and and why I think it's going to happen. And so we thought that that would be a good conversation to have on here, and mostly because I'm excited about turkey season. So for starters, have you guys seen any turkeys yet this spring that we're two days into? It could be before the past two days, but you know, turkeys this year. Yes. I believe it or not. And this, I forgot to tell you guys, this actually just reminded me of a funny story. So anyone who listens to the podcast or maybe not, I don't know, knows that, um, I'm, I'm a pharmacist, so I work in retail pharmacy and so I work in the middle of town, you know, not, there's no trees around anywhere where I work. I mean, it's downtown and there was a turkey in my parking lot the other day. Really? I have no idea where this turkey came from. Um, (laughs) I I mean, like literally there's no, no turkey habitat anywhere near. I mean, really, anywhere near where I'm at. Uh, so I, don't, I have no idea where it came from. It was a hen. It was just running around the parking lot. Yeah, it made the Facebook pages of the town. I mean, it was running around Giant Eagle parking lot. It was running around my parking lot. Huh. Uh, yeah, I have no idea where it came from, but I have seen a turkey. I saw that turkey. <laughs> wow. um, but I haven't seen any. I'm trying to think. The other day I did see some turkey in a field in a cut like cut corn field way off the road. Not anywhere that I can hunt, but I did see some turkey. It was uh yeah. I was driving by and it was that field was just full of everything. It had deer, it had turkey. <laughs> but <laughs> that's uh that's about it. But I don't typically see turkey around where I'm at. My property doesn't hold turkey. Um the neighbor has domestic turkeys that he has fenced in, but even then I don't, he doesn't draw that. Those turkeys don't seem to draw wild turkeys in. So that's another thing I want to, I guess, try to work on or improve in my neck of the woods. Once I get the house built and I'm out there every day is try and improve some habitat to see if I can start getting turkey to, cause I get a stray one here and there that runs through, but I don't have any, type of a resident population by any means. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wonder if, uh, I mean, who knows, right? A turkey ends up in a, you know, in town, in a, in a parking lot surrounded by concrete and asphalt, but maybe that's a sign they're starting to get a little Twitter pated here in the spring and could be. Yeah. That's know. all I could think. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I seriously spent, a good while at work, I'm like, where in the world did that turkey even come from? Like, how did it even get here? So, yeah, I mean, there is a behind my work, there is like a little retention pond thing that has a little bit of green grass around it, but there's not much in the way of trees or place the turkey could be living or roosting. So, I, yeah. I don't know where it came from. <laughs> so, the, the only turkeys I didn't see them, but it was kind of a just a, a weird coincidence, I guess. We had, Amanda and I had ordered a a new mattress. And so I went, I had asked dad, you know, hey, on Friday, are you going to be around? You know, could you help me get this, 
mattress in the house and upstairs. And he said, oh, uh, bummer. I was actually, this was a couple weeks ago, you know. He said, oh, I was actually planning to go to the cabin this weekend, leave Friday afternoon. You know, I'd asked him for after work. And I said, oh, you know, no, no biggie. I'll, you know, figure something out. Maybe Amanda and I can get it inside or, you know, we'll figure something out. And uh, one thing led to another. I ended up going and picking it up on my lunch break. Well, as I'm pulling out, dad's coming down the road in his truck, leaving the shop, leaving his work. And I pulled out right behind him. So I, ca- I called him. I said, hey, I just pulled out right behind you. I, you know, I picked this mattress up. And he says, oh, well, if you're headed home with that, you know, this mattress, I'll swing by and, uh, you know, I'll help you get it upstairs. And then I'm, I'm going to head to the cabin. I said, yeah, that, that would be great. So anywho, he went one way to my house. I went an, another way and he gets there and, uh, or no, we, we, he gets there and, and <clears throat> we do the thing, get the mattress in the, in the house, everything, you know, whatever. And he goes to pull out and he rolls his window. He goes, Oh, I forgot to tell you, I was coming up your road and just down the road here, I, you know, there was three or four turkeys cross the road in front of me. And so that's the only, uh, they're around my house, but I haven't seen them. Dad saw him, so I have first-hand account, but that's the only uh, turkey interactions I've had here recently. Yeah, but, I haven't seen any. I've seen sign, you know, where they're turning up the leaves in the woods and, uh, you know, tracks down in the creek, yeah. but I haven't physically laid eyes on any yet. There's a... A park that we go to here locally and uh ev- well <clears throat> i don't want to say every time but we we were going there in the winter and so there would be snow on the ground you know and and every time we went find turkey tracks lots of them you know never saw any turkeys but you know there was always fresh turkey tracks there i want to pause here briefly to talk about our sponsor mastin's deer sense so Mastin's is a deer scent company, first and foremost. That's what they they got started doing. But they're also expanding into the predator scent realm. So deer scents, they've got you covered there. They've got liquid scents. They've got scented gel crystals. They've got their scented, like deer scented candles that you can use in their double scent stacker. And they're also adding those same type of products in the predator scent space. So check them out mastinsdeersense.com you can order browse around their website order right on their website and they ship it direct to you and cut out the middleman so with that let's get back into the episode don't forget mastinsdeersense.com so i guess that leads us into our our plans our hopes our our dreams for for turkey season this year Jake, you and I had already kind of made some extra plans. Well, we had all made plans to go down to the cabin opening weekend of turkey season, right? My plans kind of screwed up because I ordered trees from the the county tree seedling sale. Well, those trees are going to be delivered opening weekend of turkey season, so... 
typically for, you know, if a season opens on Saturday this year, you know, my, I, I think I have off that, right, Jake, I would have, I have, yeah, that's our, yeah. Yeah. It's our weekend off. So you'll be off that Friday. So I have that Friday off. Typically I would go down, you know, Friday and hunt first thing Saturday. Well, I've got to go get these trees and I ordered like 30 trees or something. And so that kind of screwed my plans up a little bit. I got to go pick these trees up and get them in the ground and get to the cabin to hunt Saturday morning. So it'll be a little bit rushed Friday, but I should be able to, to get there and, and hopefully, you know, make something happen. But I think I'm going to change my tactic a little bit this year in that historically I've just followed the dad tactic and just walk around calling until I hear one gobble and then, you know, try to figure out how to get set up on it. And what usually ends up happening is I do a lot of walking and not hearing any turkeys. So I think I'm going to take some of Jeff's advice and, you know, maybe maybe walk around in the morning, but if I'm not hearing anything, just find a spot that I think is good, uh, you know, likely for a turkey to come by and sit down and, and, you know, make a call every 15 minutes, half an hour or something and hope one happens to wander by. I think that's what I'm going to try this year just because. Yeah. Yeah, calling, you know, like listening for him to gobble, walking around trying to find one gobbling is all good and dandy until uh, they're not gobbling. You know, when, yeah. when the birds are just quiet, it's, yeah, you know, there's yeah, that, that strategy doesn't work. <laughs> you just end up walking a lot. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, and my history of turkey hunting. Past a lot of birds. My history yeah. of turkey hunting, it quickly turns into a shed hunting because I'm just walking around the woods. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hear any turkeys, so I just walk around the woods and look for shed antlers. Yeah. Usually has, not with very much luck. Has anybody heard from Dad? Is he planning to go down that weekend? or is it? I don't know, believe like... so. I think Dad's out because he's going out of town. He'll be out of town or he's going out of town for like a month for work. Oh, okay. So he might yeah, be that's home right. on some weekends, but because he's going to be gone for a month, he's not coming down to the cabin for those weekends if he happens to be home. Yeah, that's what I heard. Is that he's got a big job that they're planning to be doing, but there isn't any real set dates yet, but he expects it to happen then. Okay. So. Well, bummer. Yeah, no Jake, one to call I, us turkeys in. Yeah, I was going to ask Jake if you were planning to to hunt with Dad, see if he could call you one in. But if he's not going to be there, that's not an option. Yeah, that was totally my plan until he backed out on me. <laughs> so I don't really know what my I, – because I had a plan where the closest I've ever been to killing a turkey, where Dad and I were hunting and we had one all fired up. But then 
it just never came to us because after the fact, you know, hindsight, we found out there was just too much junk between us and it. It was never going to come to me. Yeah. Um, I was planning on going back up there, but that field wasn't mowed down this year. So it's, you know, waist to chest high grass. So depending as late as deer season, at least, which there was a lot of snow on the ground deer season, that grass was still up. So not that there's not going to be turkey in there, but I won't be able to see turkey in there. Right. So I don't know. I don't think I'm going to go to that spot, at least not the first morning. I think I'm going to go um, during gun season again. I walked up on a flock of turkey in the rain. Um, would have been opening day, I guess, was rainy. And then Tuesday is when we got snowed out. Is that yeah. true? Yeah. So opening day, I was walking around a little bit because... I was soaked and sick of sitting there getting soaked. I figured if I'm going to get soaked, I'm going to walk around. I figured it's quiet. I can maybe, you know, it's gun season, walking hills. So I'm yeah. walking ridge tops, peeking into thinking I can walk up on one. And I walked up on a flock of turkey. So I might go up to that flat. It's the last place I saw turkey. So yeah. <laughs> it's better than any other place. Yeah. But that's kind of my plan, I guess, for now at least. I would love for, you know, one of us to get one first thing Saturday and then be able to, to sort of Call. team up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I've never, again, I'm, I'll call myself a bad turkey hunter, not even a average turkey hunter. So I've never, at the one time I was with dad was the only time I've ever went up in the woods, hit a call and there was a turkey right where it was supposed to be, you know, like these guys that are like, Oh, I just creep in and wait for him to fly down and shoot him. Yeah. No way. Never <laughs> even had the opportunity. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Do you guys think we should try to get out earlier? I know Turkey season is a lot more lax down there and they're always like, Oh, it's not light out yet. We're fine. You know, but I think, I mean, I think it's one of those, if you want to shoot one off the roost or as soon as it comes out, then you got to be set and quiet, and not moving way before it even thinks about waking up and coming yeah. out of the tree. <laughs> um, so probably wouldn't hurt anything. That's for sure. I guess if we yeah. knew where I mean, some I'm, blew up and roosted. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm always the first one to leave the cabin because. Yeah. I I mean, the past couple of years, I had a good idea of where they, they were roosting and wanted to get on them. And that's, I mean, I'm, that's what I'm going to try again this year is, I don't think I'm going to hike all the way up to the top of the hill this year. I think I'm going to hunt the pines towards the bottom of the hill for daybreak. Okay. And then if they are gobbling at the top of the hill, I'll go up the hill. But yeah, have you, Jeff, mean, have you talked to the neighbor at all? Because you know he's going to be down there. What neighbor, Rick? Yeah. No. Well, but where he's saying, at, he wouldn't you... be anywhere near. Well, right. I just know you like to shoot turkey out of the, his hollow, but he's going to be down there. So <laughs> right. Well, yeah. <laughs> so I can't. Can't. Yeah, got to stay away from them. I don't want to 
crowd in can't on go them, to your, so yeah. can't go to your old your old trusty. Well, my old trusty's on you know, it's on us, if you will. You know, it's on our side of things, but it's it's on the line, you know, so those guys could screw me up. I'm yeah. kinda hoping that those guys will go crashing into the woods and scare the birds off the roost and they'll fly over to me. You know, just coast downhill and come right to me. Which screwing things up on you, that's sort of what happened to you last year, right? You were in that area and had one of their yeah. guys walk up on you and mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I was up there and I was doing pretty good for myself. I was I mean, calling in hens. Right. You know. I hadn't had any gobbles, but I had hens, you know, cluck their way past. But you know. Yeah. I think it, it's kind of a crapshoot, you know. I they like to roost in the pines on that hill, you know, in that area. So I just you kind of got to pick the right patch of pines and hope that they fly down you know in your direction or that you can at least call them in your direction once they fly down right yeah i don't know where i'm planning to go exactly but i guess that's you know like i said my strategy is do some calling but if they're not you know if i can't get one to gobble just kind of find a good looking turkey spot and sit down for a while see if i can get one to come in silently my other strategy <clears throat> is i talked about this a little bit on previous episodes i got permission to hunt the farm field behind my house and it's basically just farm field but there are like right on the edges on well, basically the two opposite corners, the corner that my property sort of butts up to, there's a, a stand of pines, white pines in there. And last year there was a, it was before, I think it was before season open. There was a bunch of turkeys standing just across the property line from my property in this field, you know, Tom standing out there strutting around doing his thing, bunch of hens around. <clears throat> so there's a possibility. And then the, I think it's like an 80 some odd acre field. The opposite corner also had, there's a pond back there and some pines. And so I'm hope maybe, you know, I can make something happen. Last year he had, I think he had winter wheat planted in it. And so it was pretty, probably knee high when I was in there last year. Uh, Never, you know, never got anything to, to come in or even come close with, with Turkey. I only hunted one morning, I think back there, but that's, uh, I guess, an addition this year because he did end up letting me hunt back there, but it was kind of last minute. Um, I don't know, for whatever reason, I only ended up hunting back there once. That's what it was. It was 
because of the whole pandemic thing and my plans were to go to the cabin and then, you know, that all happened. And so I was like, well, I'm going to stay home. And I hunted there and that was sort of it. But <clears throat> this year I've got like full on permission for the year to hunt back there. So I hope to spend a few more, you know, get a few more hunts back there and, and, I don't get something at the cabin or if I want to try to shoot a second one, if I do get one at the cabin, that's my, my plan for that. So we shall see. I've been starting to, you know, I, I joked with Amanda, I'm still working from home. And I said, <laughs> one of the great things about working from home is I can sit, you know, cause we sit in the same room She's working remotely. I'm working remotely. We sit in the same room on our computers and, and work. And I said, I can, I can sit right here at my desk and, and practice my turkey calls. And <laughs> <laughs> she, you know, she gave me one of those looks like, yeah, that's not happening, you know. But <clears throat> I did. Jeff, you found some diaphragm calls on sale and picked me up another one of those and I did buy another uh pot call I guess it's a so I've got a slate I just I just bought a uh glass top or crystal or whatever they I don't know some call them crystal some call them glass I don't know but I bought a a glass top call so I've been work those you got to really or it seems you got to, you know, they come smooth glass when they ship them to you. And so the striker won't make any noise on it. And you got to, um, what's the condition them, I guess, with some sandpaper and get them kind of scratched up so that they'll make some turkey sounds. So I've been working on getting that just right. So hopefully that'll, that'll, that's my, uh, that's my confidence booster for this year. So I got, I got new toys to take into the woods that that's going to be the thing that, that, uh, turns things around for me this year. <laughs> so you guys got anything else you're going to try this year or anything else you want to add to the conversation? I think I'm, I'm going to try to, what were you going to say, Jake? I just was going to say, I'm going to try to shoot a turkey. That'll be new for me. <laughs> so i'm not not really getting too wild here i'm just gonna try and shoot a legal bird yeah. that'll be a first yeah <clears throat> so you're shooting any legal bird i'm shooting any legal bird yeah 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 i think i'm gonna put up a, a ground blind in my woods to try to hunt out of yeah mostly for my wife, you know, just mm -hmm. so she can basically go in there and read a book, you know, because, well, well, first off, sitting on the ground up against a tree, like, I, I don't think that's going to work out for her too well. And then if we have a ground blind set up, she can basically just sit in there and read a book while I try to call one in. Yeah. You know, and I I'm lucky basically. I kind of have a spot where 
I don't know. The turkeys like to congregate. They like to come and strut there and, you know, it's just a. It's a killing spot. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't really know why they like it. You know, I, I think some good plants kind of grow there in the spring. You know, they can turn the leaves over and find, Yeah. you know, to, you know, I don't know if clover or what, but so that'll be a new experience. I think a lot of guys are going to take up uh, hunting turkeys with bows this year because you can't find necessity. Yeah. 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 You can't find any, I mean, even turkey shells, you can't find them. Yeah. You know, I, maybe a few months ago, maybe a month ago, I, you know, you could go to the store and they'd have some of the higher end turkey shells, you know, and that would be the only ammo they would have. No, it's gone. They don't, they don't have them. Yeah. You know, I think most of the time, all I'm ever seeing is, uh, either like bismuth, you know, duck loads or, you know, three and a half inch triple B's or whatever, you know, that's all I'm seeing at the stores. Yeah. Occasionally you'll get, uh, You'll see, you know, some boxes of eight shot, but even, you know, those are selling quickly because, well, when I was buying that gun, they restocked the, the ammo shelf with, uh, you know, like the hundred packs of target loads. Yeah. And just about every person that walked by, you know, every guy who came, went down that aisle, picked up two of them and put them in his cart. <laughs> It was two. Every guy was picked up two and put them in his cart. Yeah. You know, and they were charging a, a fair, you know, I mean, they weren't gouging there, but it it wasn't a great deal really on those. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, pre this whole ammo rush, you could buy those boxes for 18 bucks, you know? Right. And, uh, now I, I think they were charging like 24 or something like that. So it's not terrible, but it's not a, a deal by any means. Yeah. Hmm. So speaking of your wife, Jeff, I, you know, I mentioned at the beginning of this, I was at TSC, you know, and they're having their, their chick days and they had their, their little ducklings in there. I almost, uh. Picked up a pack and dropped them off at your house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she uh, just, yeah. she's not, she's not into it. Um, I, I did convince her. Now it's more she just doesn't want ducklings. Like if we could buy juvenile ducks, she would be okay with it. She just doesn't want like little little babies and also she doesn't want ugly ducks she says <laughs> okay <laughs> so i don't know what that exactly means i kind of have to decode that yeah yeah I, I think uh what she's talking about is at college there was a muscovy duck that was in the pond um that we called turducken 
because it was an ugly duck. It looked, you know, kind of like a turkey duck, you know. Yeah. It, it, it was aptly named Turducken. <laughs> okay. And uh, I think she she doesn't want that. Like, if she's going to have ducks, she wants ones that look pretty. Well, we've got a family friend that, uh, I mean, uh, maybe they had been planning on it. I don't know. They hadn't, not that they have to tell us, but they texted Amanda and said, oh, here's our, you know, pictures of their, their new ducklings. And I don't think they have a pond. I think they're just going to use a, I saw pictures and they, they've got them in a little kiddie pool. And so we'll see. Although she did. When she texted Amanda about it, she did say, "We, uh, you know, chickens probably would have been a better choice, but we went with ducks, so we'll see how this goes. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I think uh, if we got little, you know, ducklings also, we would have to try very hard to keep the cats away. Oh, yeah, because you know, they would they would love that. Yeah. You know, the the one isn't too smart about catching her own food. You know, she'll she'll steal my food. You know, if I'm, you know, gutting a squirrel or a dove or whatever, she'll she'll try to steal that. But she's she's not too big on uh, killing her own. The other one loves to go out and try to mostly moles. He really does well at finding moles okay hmm. all right well i think that's uh i guess we've drifted away from turkey conversation so it's probably a a, a good sign that uh we ought to shut it off so hopefully everybody has a well hopefully everybody is getting excited for turkey season and is going to be able to get out and chase some birds and hopefully you all have a good successful turkey season and we'll as we actually get into turkey season we'll be sure to keep everybody posted so with that uh we'll shut it off and thanks everybody for listening so that's it for this week one ask i have of you all is keep us posted on how your turkey season goes let us know you know if you're if you're hearing birds gobbling if you're getting on birds if you're lucky enough to harvest a bird we love hearing about all of that seeing the pictures so send us a message we're ohio huntsman on facebook ohio huntsman underscore podcast on instagram you can email us at ohio huntsman at gmail.com lots of ways to get in touch with us so let us know hopefully you have a good turkey season and stay safe out there mm-hmm.